Hey, Redheads and everyone else listening, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Adrian. And in today's episode, we are going to share some redhead beauty stories of ours when we were younger. We happen to find them hilarious. We're also going to talk about the importance of having other redheads in your life to bounce redhead ideas off of each other in terms of beauty as well. And then we have two great guests today, uh, Gwen Flamberg and Travis Cronin, both redheads from Us Weekly. And they are going to be dishing some amazing stories about themselves, about celebs. So it's going to be a really fun episode. Super excited. So we wanted to talk about (laughs) our redhead eyelashes and how blonde and transparent they can be. Yours are a lot more blonder than mine. Yeah. Adrian's are just... They look, you can't even see them when you're not wearing eyelash, when you're not wearing mascara. Mine are dirty blonde, yeah. I want to say, but they stick straight out. I always said after getting eyelash extensions for over a year or two, Adrian and I were obsessed with them. Obsessed. They were like tree stumps when they took off all my lashes and it took a good six months, but I still need to curl them with eye, an eyelash curler or else they just stick straight out. And growing up, our mom told me, oh, just put Vaseline on them. They'll curl. (laughs) So I was just hoping after months of applying this Vaseline on my eyelashes that they would just miraculously curl, but they never did. So So going back to blonde lashes, Adrian and I decided that we were going to tint them. We're originally from Providence, Rhode Island. So remember, I think we went somewhere in... Like East Greenwich or something? Oh, I thought it was Pawtucket. I don't know where we were, but we went somewhere because back then no one did eyelash tinting. tinting. We must have been... We were in high school. Yeah, we were definitely in high school. Because you, dro- you were driving the mm-hmm. Volvo. Yeah, because mom would have been like, this is ridiculous. We're not doing it. But Stephanie and I were like so motivated to not have to wear mascara. I remember it was and- only $12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we So we find out about this woman... They did not even advertise this being done. She put us in that room. She put us in this room and tipped our heads back. And we had to put, I don't know. These, we had to put, they were like sponges, but they were soaked in. I remember. And dye. Yeah. Soaked in dye. And I remember she said, don't open your eyes. And all I thought in my head is, is I, am I going to go blind? Is it this going to really hurt my eyesight it was so painful it was like it was in your eye and you had to sit there for 15 minutes and she had this strong accent she was like do not get up do not get up because she knew it was going to be ruined because the dye would just come off your eyelashes so we were just sit there in pain and it was so (laughs) poor I remember she would put a timer on for 10 minutes yeah and it literally felt like you got a bottle of shampoo mixed with soap in your eyes and you had to sit there while tears are coming down your eyes. You remember that? Yeah. It's like we go through these stories. And, you know, after that would happen, Stephanie and I would sit in the car and we would be like, oh, God, you know, should we do this next? Should we do this next? Like, do you think that we should get clear mascara to even make them like we would bounce all these ideas off each other. And then our grandmother was a redhead. So we would share advice with her. And she was a big fan of black mascara. Maybelline. Yeah, we would bounce all of these ideas off of each other. And I'm so happy we had that because if we didn't have that, I think we would just be alone. And there's so many followers of ours who are, you know, the only redhead in their family, the only redhead in their school, the only redhead in their community, the only redhead at their job. And so they can go on how to be a redhead now and figure out exactly what to do what and to talk do. with other people. Right. And so today we have two amazing guests on 
uh, Gwen Flamberg and Travis Cronin, and they both are redheads from Us Weekly. And we just wanted to introduce them because they're fabulous. Um, Gwen is the executive beauty and style editor for Us Weekly, and she's also the podcast host of the very popular Get Trust With Us. And she's a beautiful redhead beauty addict like we all are. <laughs> um, expert and influencer. We absolutely love her tweets. We follow her religiously on Instagram stories. Make sure to follow her too. And so excited to have her join us today. And then the fabulous Travis Cronin. It, he's a longtime friend of Adrian and I's. And he's a natural redhead too. So it's really great because I just want to make a point. If you are listening and you're a redhead male, we don't feature a lot of redhead males on our website. We have plans in the upcoming year, but we're just really excited to have Travis on. He's a senior reporter for Us Weekly. And if you know him or of him, you know he spreads a beam of positivity everywhere he goes. Seriously. He's full of energy. Oh my gosh. He lights up a room with his smile. You might also see him on the red carpet. He interview interviewing the Hollywood's hottest celebs. He also just launched his own podcast. It's called On the List with Us Weekly. And just like him, it is fabulous. So we have to get them on because I can't wait to talk to them about all this cool stuff. Yeah, so let's phone them in. Stay tuned. It's Gwen and Travi. Hi. Hello. We are so excited Hello. to talk to you guys. Okay, so Gwen. Um, we wanted to start off with how it was for you being a redhead growing up. I know that we've talked about it, you know, in passing here and there, but we really want to know how it was growing up and did you instantly love it or did it take a while? So growing up as a redhead was kind of nuts for me. I was the third child born in my family. I'm one of three girls, three sisters. I have two sisters who are older than me and none of them have red hair. Now there is a great, great Flamberg family folklore story about my red hair, but I'll save that for later. (laughs) Another episode. Exactly. I literally, as my mother likes to say, I came out of the womb with orange kinks all over my head and my hair was bright, bright, bright red growing up. And I was like, very, very fair skinned, like little pink kid with bright orange hair. And, you know, it was sort of, it it sort of sucked growing up as a redhead when I was really little, because we were really close with two other families that had kids like right around the same ages as me and my siblings. And everyone would like play outside and stuff. And my mother would make me sit under a tree. (laughs) (laughs) And well, then, she had your best interest in mind looking back, she right? Did. <laughs> yeah. She did. But, you know, I, I was, I would like learned to, you know, be very happy reading by myself under a tree, but I still was sort of like, I was bummed that I couldn't like hang out and frolic in the sunshine with everybody else. You know, we would stay at the beach in the summertime. We would, at, we had a, a house in Atlantic Beach near Long Beach on Long Island. And, you know, everybody else running around, playing in the surf, slathering <laughs> on the gorgeous, Bands of Soleil, Orange Jelly, SPF 4, and me, I would be under an umbrella. With SPF 100. Exactly. The funny thing is, is that when I was growing up in the 70s, there just simply like wasn't great SPF, you guys. There was like Johnson and Johnson Sundown, which like oh. smelled like alcohol. Like there was like very, very few sunscreens on the market. They weren't cosmetically elegant. They were like very thick and didn't rub in well. And like, you know, when you're a redhead, you also tend to have sensitive skin. 
Totally. You know, totally. most of us have very thin, delicate, sensitive skin. And so it's like, I was always kind of like sicky and itchy and kind of miserable in the summer. And then everybody teased me. You know, I went to this very small school growing up. I think I was the only redhead in the entire school. So were we, and- yep. You know, at sleepaway camp, the boys called me Wendy the Witch, which was a character from, I think, like the original Archie comics. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was like a little witch and she had red hair. Um, So I got teased a lot. And, you know, when you're young, like when you're really little, especially like in junior high school, you don't want to be different from everybody else. And back when I was in junior high school, it was like very, very different to be a redhead. It was before girls color their hair, before like fun fashion colors was accepted. And, um, you know, it was, it was, it was tough. I think that most redheads have really sparkling personalities because you kind of have to compensate with your personality because you look so different. But then high school, (laughs) high school, was when I was asked by the local salon, which was called Symmetry oh. in Forest Hill, Queens in New York, to be a hair model and be part of this trio who roller skated around our hometown on Austin Street in Forest Hills, Queens. Every Saturday, I was the redhead and a blonde brunette and redhead trio. And all of a sudden, it was like people started seeing my red hair as really cool and really beautiful and like really sexy. And so then I loved it. You know, once I was a teenager, that thing that made me feel so different and kind of like an outcast as a little kid made me feel really unique and special and set me apart. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it was a journey. It's been a journey. We were just talking about it. What about you, Trav? We were, we were talking about how happy you are all the time. We're like, do you think he was always happy about being a redhead? Like, do you think that he always loved it? I mean, I did always love it. It was sort of really lovely having, like, fiery red hair. It's sort of, you know, people would, like, tease me a little bit, but I more liked being different because I'm different in so many other ways. (laughs) (laughs) In the best ways, yeah. In the best ways. But, like, growing up, it was, like, the red hair was sort of, like, the least thing to make fun of me for. It was just sort of, like, literally a cherry on top of the cake that was me. So I, like, always sort of liked it. And I had, like, orange hair until I was, like, 13. And then it became really auburn in two years. Like, from 13 to 15, it just became auburn. And in the winter, I almost looked like brunette with just, like, a little bit of gingery highlights. Yeah. But I did (laughs) always love having it. But, yes, the suntan lotion was probably the worst part of it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Especially when those sunscreens that make, that leave that white residue on your skin and make you look yeah. paler than you already are. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Right. Right. It's so true. And what about freckles, you guys? Did you always love them or do you love them now? I know. And no, I mean, here's the thing, the freckles on my face, I do like, I think that they're sweet. They're cute. Yeah. They're very pretty and very like natural and kind of like you know, it's like freckles are almost like nature's makeup, right? Like they give you like a little I love that. I love that. Even when you have nothing on your face. But the freckles on my body, like especially now, and I wear sunscreen every single day, you guys, but I walk to work. I have so many freckles on my chest <laughs> and on my arms and like Me those I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so crazy about. I wish that, um, you know, I had like creamy, creamy princess skin, like you know, you do have beautiful Ariel. skin though. And we'll talk about skin in a little bit, but you do have beautiful okay. skin. Thank you. Thanks. It's the only thing about my freckles that I didn't like is that my entire life, whenever I like go out to brunch and I have ketchup all over my face, like people don't <laughs> even know that it's there because my face is so busy. 
So I will have things on my face all day and the freckles just make it so busy that no one will even notice. <laughs> Trav, when I think of you, I think freckles. Like I think really? about, I think about like your, like your, yeah, like you make them look so beautiful. Like you, but I, you're very tan too. Right. You do tan. Right. Well, I, she I doesn't spray naturally tan. tan. You spray tan. <laughs> Yeah, I tanorexia. Yeah, I've been tanorexic <laughs> for a long time. And I think that's because, especially like my shoulder freckles are, of course, like all of our biggest problem where we like tan the most. Like I have about yeah. 400,000 freckles well, on each of my shoulders. Well, they just blend together and then you sort of look a little bit tan. Like that's what happens to me by the end of the summer. That's me too. Happens. Yes, they all blend together. That's why growing up, I don't know if you guys got this. I always had the bullies in grade school ask me if they could connect the dots and then I would come home and cry and my mom would just be like they're jealous (laughs) totally yeah I would let people connect the dots sometimes I thought it was sort of romantic and cute see Trav I love how positive you are everyone needs to be like that just so positive so we know that you're both beauty experts so we wanted to break down some categories and talk about your favorite products um, cool. so we always say everything's redhead friendly approved and obviously you guys know exactly what's going on. So when it comes to hair, um, mm-hmm. we can talk about shampoo. I know Gwen, we, we know that we've talked with you about color depositing shampoos too. Um, yeah. but what are well, your you know favorites? What actually, well, you know, I don't so much use a color depositing shampoo anymore because I just like to, um, I really try to get a lot of moisture deposit mm. from my shampoo so I'll kind of use anything that is hydrating and moisturizing, but I use a color depositing conditioner every time I wash my hair. I use Christophe Bounds. Love that. Um, great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so gorgeous. He does this color conditioner. The shade is called Chic Copper, which by the way, it's like, don't you just want to like eat something that's called Chic Copper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the most gorgeous. It just like brightens and pumps up my hair without being too much or looking too um, inauthentic. And it also just like, it never seems to fade or build up. Like it's just the perfect level of pigments. And do you use the, do you use that every time you condition or do you do every other condition with that? No, I use it every time I condition, but I only wash my hair like maybe once a week. Yeah. So that's like that's Adrian. Like, that's like me. I but don't need to every, wash all the time. Yeah. Every single time I wash my hair, I condition with that product. Even if, like, you know how in the summertime your hair can get really, like, kinky and curly and matted from being out swimming and, like, sweating and you get that kind of So even if I use a detangling conditioner first, I will rinse it out and then put the color depositing on top of it. Oh, Oh, that's a good good trick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good trick. When your hair is moisturized, it'll take the the color depositing conditioner more evenly mm. and it's just like great like I think of it almost like a top coat like oh, with nails that. Trav yeah. do you do anything to enhance your hair or you just use a regular I don't I did my hair once I always use shampoo for colored hair because it has more moisture in it so like even if I don't have colored hair I always use a shampoo for color treated hair because I think it just adds more moisture yeah. and sometimes I have to use a lot of anti-dandruff shampoo because I have sensitive skin so I do use like Neutrogena T-Gel. Me and too, then me too. I love Neutrogena T-Gel, it's the best, but sometimes I build up immunity and have to switch to head right. and shoulders. Yeah. And then I use like a scalp oil treatment and I use a Fedric Fakai like gloss mm. treatment. I... And I use that about every other time. It's like a three minute leave-on right. like clear gloss. Because most red hair, you guys just, you know, red hair for all of us gingers is 
coarser. It's naturally it is. It is. a shaft. It's coarser. And we need a lot of moisture. Mm-hmm. We do. So going, I want to um, ask about touching upon scalps. I feel mm-hmm. like once the summer's done and we're rolling into colder weather with the fall and the winter, my scalp always gets really itchy. Do you guys experience mm-hmm. that too? Totally. Because we just have sensitive skin. So you know yeah. what is really good for that? Christophroban also makes, um, it's in a pot. It's a shampoo formula that's made with sea salt. And it's kind of like a clarifying formula, but it also really, really balances the pH of your scalp. It's really great. It has actually like natural sea salt from the sea. He has a home up in Brittany and the coast of France. And I think that's what inspired him to create this formula. And it's just like, it gets rid of that itch at the, it's perfect change of seasons, really great during the summer, really healing. And then also even in the winter, when you start getting that like dry scalp from like indoor heat and all that, it really is great. I kind of use it like once a month, like every third or fourth shampoo, just to kind of like rebalance my scalp pH and sebum projection and all that. Okay. Wow. That sounds amazing. And what about skin? Speaking about like the sensitive skin, what is your favorite, uh, you know, there's so many products, but maybe like your favorite mm-hmm. brand or like, what is your go-to when it comes to skincare? Well, so, well, you know, I use a lot, a lot, a lot of big gums because I'm not as young as my friend Trav here. So like <laughs> I layer on, you know, I have found this retinol formula because like retinol, you guys, is it's gold amazing. Everybody needs to have a retinol, but retinols can be irritating and create inflammation. And we already have sensitive skin. So I found the best gentle retinol. It's by my facialist, Shani Darden, who's also like Chrissy Teigen's facialist, Jessica Alba, um, Emmy Rotham, like really everybody in Hollywood goes to Shani and she has created this product called Retinol Reform. And it's a super, super gentle retinol formula. It's cut with lactic acid, which makes it really soothing and gentle for even sensitive skin like mine. So I think that's a great option for any redhead who wants to like enter the retinol game. Yeah, that sounds like something, even even myself, I use a PCA Skin's sensitive retinol and I still right. sometimes still break, break out. out a little bit. I do. And I, um, and I try to use it cause I know it's so important. And then I'm like, is, is it worth the pimple the next day? That's kind of like my battle. And I know that a lot of people ask us like, what's your favorite retinols? And there's so many. So I'm definitely going to try that one because that one's great. And then if I'm ever having inflammation, if I ever have like kinds of inflammation and, and irritation on my face, my friend, Francesco Clark, created this line called Clark's Botanicals many years ago because he was personally dealing with sensitive skin issues. And this line, Clark's Botanicals, has a product called Deep Moisture Mask. The one I used in my hair for a while accidentally. Which you could do that too because it's so pure and so gentle. But it's kind of like the equivalent of that Christophe hair product. Like it, whenever my skin is out of whack, I use that for a few nights alone. Like no other serums. I ditch my retinol for a couple of days. And it just gets my skin back in balance. Gets rid of redness. Gets rid of puffiness. Like, you know, all that kind of those little tweaks that happen from inflammation. And it just gets me totally back to like, creamy, calm complexion. I love 
that stuff. Oh, it's really wow. cool. I need to try that. We're literally we're gonna we're gonna buy all of this right after. Yeah. Really. <laughs> and I literally thought it was a hair mask and I was reading it wrong and I used it in my hair and it was fantastic. Because you could do hair. that, you know, like oh, yeah, smoothing cream yeah. hair masks are like really they're like hand creams. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically the same thing. So you can anything that doesn't have a ton of ingredients in it, you can double on your skin and on your hair. I also love Dr. Colbert's face oil for it's whatever beautiful. I'm using, like my yes. serums, like and if I'm feeling crazy, like South Korean beauty and layer six things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, K Beauty. Yeah, the aluminum oil, it's gorgeous. The aluminum oil right at the end to lock everything in because I use satin pillowcases for my hair anti-aging and all of that, so it doesn't absorb as much. But still, if you put your face down on the pillow, so much of your moisture gets sucked out of it. And when yep. you put the Dr. Colbert oil on, it's sort of that is absorbed a little bit and locks everything in. Totally. I just wake up so dewy if I put a, any facial oil, but Dr. Colbert is like definitely the best. I found this other facial oil that I'm loving, you guys. What is it? Lumity. It's this brown Lumity, which is a supplement brand. Um, They just came out with this facial oil that is like, it's so amazing. I put it on my face. I also put it on my decolletage before I go to bed. Mm, Because, you know, it's like the freckles bug me. But more than anything, I just want to wake up with my chest skin being like completely smooth. And I found but this oil again, it like diminishes redness. It just creates like the most beautiful overall smooth skin texture. That's really, really special and really great. And it's very natural. And that's what I love about the facial oils because there's really just a few ingredients in them. And that's Me a great too. tip, you guys. I'm sure you found for every any redhead who has sensitive skin, products that have the fewer the ingredients, the better are yeah. going to be the least irritating yeah it's exactly like grocery shopping seriously like what foods like the the best foods i buy are the ones with the limited amount of ingredients and it makes so much sense too for skincare because think about it it does go into your body i mean it's it's right there so you will break out if it has a lot of chemicals in it the same and and talking about that when it when it comes to makeup what do you guys is there a specific brands that you love because there are some chemicals in makeup they don't seem to typically bother me or stuff no they don't Oh, me neither. I'm not that, that hypersensitive. In terms of shades, I love those Urban Decay Naked palettes. I oh swear. It's like no Obsessed. Ever. I love the, the original best. Naked palette and I love Naked 3. Now, I was just going to say Naked three, 3 is amazing. Yeah. Perfect for redheads. Everything is kind of just has a little touch of pink in it, which is exactly what we need for like that perfect kind of neutral glow. And so is that your everyday palette that you wear? A lot of the times it is. I mean, I also wear this. Um, Chanel yeah, this Chanel eyeshadow that everybody compliments all the time. It's one of the Illusion Domes. It's like in the little round pot. Oh, yeah. The shade is called New Moon. And if you saw this on the shelf, you'd never pick it up because it's like dark brown with gold glitter in it. But on, it just shears out to this beautiful, like, rose gold Kind Beautiful. of like glossy nude with a shimmer. And you know, there's this Instagram filter that I use all the time, the sparkly one with the dappled light. Yeah. And it comes <laughs> sparkly eyeshadow. That is what it looks like IRL. Oh, wow. I'm going to try that, Adrian. Trav, and I know that you, you love makeup. I wear a lot of makeup every day. So what's your favorite brands or products? I 
I mean, I use so much. Like, if I have a lot of redness, I use the Make It Forever, like, green primer to, like, spot. Like, I do, before I contour, I'll do, like, a primer contour. So I'll use, like, the Too Faced Hangover Remedy where I'm too puffy. And then I'll use the green where I'm red. And then I'll use purple under my eyes. And I little go a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, let that bake in. And then I use the Laura Mercier Camouflage Duo for concealer and use that as my light contour. I, I usually love um the Dior like liquid foundation is so good or the makeup forever depending on what color my spray tan or real skin is I jump between <laughs> like I have like four liquid and powder foundations because I'm different colors every day um and I'll use those and then I'll use the hula bronzer for like a lot of like definition and then the Too Faced like cheeks on parade palette which has really good like rosy undertone light pink dark pink for my blush and the Charlotte Tilbury gold bar highlighter but I think oh that gold bar is so pretty the gold bar is so pretty Mm -hmm. the white bar I think could also look good on a lot of redheads I'm like a little bit more tan so I use the gold bar but I think the white bar that she also came out with would look really good on redheads but of course Pat McGrath skin fetish is like the best thing for like Korean and Asian like people and also redheads with really pale skin who just want like a dewy fresh look there's nothing better than Pat McGrath skin fetish and I know you mentioned puffy eyes, and I experience really puffy eyes. I know, Adrian, you yeah. don't, but do you guys experience that as well, like dark circles and puffy eyes around? Dark no. circles, but I do have a lot of redness around my eyes. Yeah, um, but, you know, the time, but, like, what I do is I keep eye patches in the fridge. I love the ones by Peter Thomas, Thomas Ross. Me too. Love that. And I literally just like peel those babies off. I put them on almost every single morning. Like as I, when I brush my teeth and like, as I'm kind of getting out of bed and, and getting ready. And that just takes it down the puff like in seconds and fills in any fine lines and you're like good to go. Yeah. I also have both hair injected into my under eyes for like a little under eye filler. So I had like the thinnest filler on the market, which is like Voltero. It's meant for like smokers lines, like above the upper lip. And I had a little bit of that injected into just not the dark circles, but right under the dark circles, just to bring the hollow of my eye up a little bit. And then it's helped with my makeup so much. It's the best like non-invasive surgery I think I've ever done just to like make my life easier in the mornings. Oh, we're gonna have to try that. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And then, okay, what's one product you guys literally cannot live without? Oh, gosh. Just one. Hard. The one hard. product that we literally can't live without. I would say either your eyeshadow or that lipstick. Yeah, I mean, the eyeshadow I do wear every single day, but I think it's like skincare more over everything else. And I'd say the one product that I really like, I get really nervous if I start running out of it is um, my cosmetic dermatologist, McCreen Alexiatis. She has a line called 37 Actives. Okay. And in that Ooh. line is a firming serum, like firming moisturizing serum. Mm. I put that on top of everything else. All my other skincare. Like I put it on top of, oh, wow. before I go to bed, my retinol night cream, I put that on top of that. Uh, during the day, I put it on top of like my sunscreen. It's like on top oh, of. So it seals everything, everything in kind of. It, it seals everything in and it has um, like lipospheres that attract water all day. Mm. So, you know, your my face like doesn't get dry and crackly like as the day goes on. It kind of maintains. That. It just yeah. maintains a dewy moisture. That's the secret. I was going to say yeah. my eye. Brow Precise by Benefit was going to be my one makeup product. Obsessed with that. 
It's yeah, it's a good so one. good. It's so easy to you sculpture guys, brows. You know that Benefit came out with a whole line extension that has a really great redhead shade. Yes. 3. Oh. Yes, 3.5. Yes. Gimme Brow, the one yeah. that has the fibers. There's a new yeah. 3.5 that I swear is the perfect auburn. Their <laughs> shades are so great for redheads. They are. They really do have like a good thing. But I'm taking mine back. I'm leaving my brows because I hate retouching my makeup before I go out at like 4 p.m. and I have dry skin on my nose and my forehead and get crackly. So I use the Mario Modesto rose water spray like a psycho. Oh, like, I love that. My dad, like, and that person in the office who is just missed, missed, missed. And people around me must yeah. hate me. But it really like sucks <laughs> my moisture. I do too. I missed all day long. Yeah. I've been using the glossy one. I love it. They're too. great. Oh my God. They have a great brow tint. Yeah, oh yeah, I like their brow. Brow. I love it. Yeah, brow. we need to spray more, Adrian. Yeah, I feel I like spray. I I used to be an avid sprayer, and then somehow I stopped, and I need to get back into it. I was just thinking I need to get back into it. Yeah, we have. Oh, it feels so good. It's just, so so. And then your so skin doesn't good. crack, and I hate touching up because sometimes I won't for a foundation in the morning, but I'll wear it like before I go out in the afternoon during the week, and I hate having that dry skin. And I don't have exfoliant like at the office. I'm not yeah. gonna go in and no. like. <laughs> Thank God. We, we seem to have curbed him from doing the spray tan at his desk, which is <laughs> so there is speaking of facialness, there's the great <laughs> brand from the UK that just entered the US market. It's called Emma Harvey. Okay. And they have the most amazing face mist that has hyaluronic acid. It's almost oh, like pure I love hyaluronic acid. acid. Uh, Emma Hardy. It's so good. You hyaluronic guys. acid face Yeah. Mist. No, it's really, really great. Adding to cart. Oh, it's face mist. Adding to cart. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of English, like English skin is very synonymous with redhead skin. Very yes. sort of like hair, delicate. So... A product line built by a British woman, I think, just, you know, is like a takes the guesswork out of treating redhead skin. So do you spray that throughout the day? Throughout the day, just whenever I can, especially if I'm on a flight or whatever. The yeah, fly, flying, the flying is the is biggest. It, yeah. it makes our skin so dehydrated. My husband hates that I put like a sheet mask on during a flight, yeah. but I'm sorry. I, I just, I'm not going to look right. 50 years older when I get off the plane <laughs> because he's embarrassed, oh, you know? <laughs> And even with that skin, after the sheet mask, I still want to apply, like, a heavy nighttime moisturizer, like, a half hour after I take the sheet mask off. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the same. So we can't talk to you guys without talking about redhead celebrities. So we wanted to um, know, who's your favorite redhead celebrity? Like, who is rocking it? Stephanie always says, like, who would Joan Rivers say? Say is, like, the best dress and just... Well, I'm, you know, listen, it's like, I am obsessed with Amy Adams, Jessica Chastain, like, those A-listers have always stolen my heart, but I have to say, you know, I'm obsessed with right now, Madeline Brewer, but not Madeline Patch, I love Madeline Patch, but I'm obsessed with Madeline Brewer, because I'm handmade. Oh my God, she's amazing. Next level beauty right there. Her, on Instagram, her photos mm -hmm. but the yeah. um she i think a couple weeks ago she posted her herself in a cobalt blue i don't know if it was a dress or a top she looked stunning yeah. and she wears yellow really well she wears every color really well i just love her yeah she has great brows she does i have to say julianne Moore, just because Classic. she is 
so classic, an amazing actress, and she is so good at knowing that redheads look amazing in jewel tones. She is always going to hit you with the emerald, with the cobalt yeah. blue, the bright yellow, with the purple. She just knows her jewel tones for her red hair so well, and it's just such a beautiful picture. And who doesn't love staring at Julianne Moore? It's true. And I her know. daughter's awesome, beautiful, literally like a mini, like a mini moon. It is. They it look is. identical, except I think she's taller than Julianne, but like they look so much alike. The same color red hair and the same color eyebrows yeah. and the same yeah, coloring. Yeah. So um, what's the last question? What advice do you guys have for redheads listening out there who haven't embraced their red hair and they want to be like you guys? You know, they want to be Exude full of confidence, confidence and, and just be fabulous. Love who they are. Yeah. I think it's just like love your red hair. Like realize that it is a gift. If you're not obsessed with your red hair now, realize that you will be one day. That you know, totally turns, you know, exactly as I described in the, in the beginning of this um, episode, like, you know, it is such a gift to have something that is unique and special and different and just embrace that and love it and know that like, everybody is always going to be jealous of you your whole life. Mm -hmm. it, might, it might be hard for you to like, understand that now, but it is fact. And, and I'm not your mother. So you can actually <laughs> need to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that when you leave the house in an outfit, like you have to feel the most confident you've ever felt because you're wearing that and it is your only choice. And like coming into this world as redheads, it is so beautiful and we're so rare and should be proud of it. But we also have no choice. That's right. <laughs> and well it's on our head. <laughs> really, really good time with it because exactly. it is your only option. That's so you right. might as well embrace it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, it was so great talking I with know, you. I know you guys are so amazing. I know. Continue so to great rock talking it. Seriously. You guys. Come on. <laughs> Okay, we'll Thank talk so soon. Much. Thank you so much. The H2 Bar Box, a monthly beauty subscription box for redheads. Each box is worth $80 plus, and each product is redhead-friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. It's really cool to hear the products that they love have been in past subscription boxes, but they just gave so many great tips, especially I think what I took from it is the face mists. Oh, me too. I have to mist more throughout the day. And you know, I used to mist all the time, actually. One of our favorite people, and maybe we should have her on an episode because we love her so much, but Susan Simonelli is one of the skin gurus. A skin guru, guru in, in New, York City. New York City. And she was the one, because it's Adrian speaking, I have very, very dry skin, um, but then also oily in my T-zone. And she was always on me about hydrating. She gave us that yeah. spray It water. was a sea salt spray. It was. And the secret with the sea salt spray that I love so much is it really kills any bacteria. So if you suffer from acne, like I definitely will get pimples now and then. That sea salt spray not only hydrates your skin, but it really takes away all of the bad impurities and it leaves your skin just looking glowing and then you lock it in with the moisturizer. But I love rose. I, I love, love rose, rose water. water. And I remember, I don't know what company sent it to us years ago, but I remember putting it in my purse and when I was on the platform waiting for the train to come because it's so, you know, you're underground, it can be so drying on the skin, I would just spray yeah. And I think people thought I was crazy, but hey, you're in New York City. Every, I mean, no one cares what everyone's doing. <laughs> yeah. But I almost sprayed this guy, I think. And it just felt really good to have that. So that's what I took away from it. Totally. I took away from that. And I also took away that every redhead kind of has a similar story. And everyone's story is obviously different, but everyone has a story of 
hey, like I didn't know if I liked it. And then there was a period where you were like, okay, I like it now. And then as you guys are like, they're so successful, Gwen and Travis, and they're succeeding with what they're doing. And I think part of that definitely is that they really appreciate and love who they are. And I think that that's a big part of how to be a redhead as well. And Stephanie and I's mission is to always make sure that people love who they are and express themselves. Yeah, I love Travis's analogy with leaving, feeling confident yeah. with your outfit. So feeling confident with totally. your red hair. Oh, they're awesome. I took, oh my God, I can't wait to add all those items to our cart and try them. <laughs> and just, I'm just, ah, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> it was, it was so great. So make sure to subscribe and we are so excited for the next episode. And we will see you guys next week. Ah. Rock it like a redhead. Rock it like a redhead.